Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to season two, episode two of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man. What up, though? So, crazy day of college football yesterday. Michigan survived. Um, Oklahoma went down. Georgia survived a scare from Kent State. Um, The Texas... What was that? Texas A&M. Uh, they survived. Miami lost again to Middle Tennessee this time. Uh, so. <laughs> Awful, man. So we'll, we'll see. Michigan State went down in another embarrassing fashion. Um, yeah, they, what? They're losing to everything. They're losing to high school kids, uh, <laughs> little league teams. Like Michigan State is terrible. I don't understand. Yeah, it was like, what, 31 to nothing at one point? <laughs> yeah, it's just bad. They couldn't even score against Washington <laughs> last week. Yeah, so we'll, yeah, we'll see. Um, Michigan first road game next week, Iowa. Always a tough place to play, Kenneth Stadium. Uh, I still got, I still got Michigan winning that one. I'm disappointed in Rutgers, though, man. I, I don't know what the hell they were doing in East Rutherford. But that was some <laughs> bullshit. Very disappointing, though. Yeah, they had a chance to put their name out there. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Wisconsin got demolished at at Ohio State. Uh, but it's it's been a a very interesting college football season already. Um, Georgia looked to be the dominant team, but I don't know. Kent State yesterday, I don't know if they just sleptwalked through the beginning of the game, but um, did not expect Kent State to put up 22 on, on Georgia and keep it close really until like the fourth. Well, you know what Kent State did, and I don't see why a lot of teams just don't do this against them. Basically, load the box and blitz the quarterback, man. Load the box, play for the run, blitz the quarterback. And I know, like, that leaves, like, a, you know, a one-on-one, but let Georgia make quick decisions, man. Let Force that quarterback who's undersized, he's a smaller quarterback, force him to make quick decisions and quick throws, because if not, like – they're going to pick you apart if you let them sit there in the pocket. So, I don't know. I, I kind of like that strategy that Kent State had. Hopefully, some other teams uh, mimic that. Yeah, so, um, I don't, at this point in the season, I don't see any team going undefeated. Um, so. Oh, that's tough. That's tough, bro. Not even your own Wolverines? Um. Let's see. I'll, I'll withhold judgment till. Um, I want to see what they how they look at Iowa. Um, 
I do think Penn State gets got a lot, lot more tricky now. Um, Penn State historically under James Franklin though, has not played well um, at the big house. So, yeah, and actually, if you want to, I think that Penn State is the best team in the Big Ten, and I know that sounds crazy, but it might be true. Well, we'll see. I I mean, I kind of agree with you. This I feel like this is James Franklin's year to get it done. Like, if, we, if he doesn't get it done this year, then I don't see Penn State um, doing anything. Um, they brought in a, a, a good recruiting class. They got one coming in next year so far. Uh, but we'll see. Um, Notre Dame survived North Carolina. I, I feel like that was a must uh, win for them. So, uh. which was surprising to me, man. I I didn't think that North. I thought North Carolina was a shoe in, especially with the quarterback for uh for Notre Dame being hurt. I just thought that North Carolina just came out flat on that one. This was a chance for them to put their name out there and and show the world that they're serious, and they just came out and laid an egg, man. Yeah. So, um, I'm. I'm interested to see if, if Notre Dame, um, after the the zero and two start, if this is where um, their their season turns around. They still have a a tricky end the game. Um, they still um, with USC. They got Clemson, so um, Clemson survived Wake Forest. Yeah, and that was a that was a hell of a game, man. Really good game. Yeah, really I, Clem, I will say Clemson offense came a lot, but where the hell? What happened to the defense? Um, I don't, I don't know. Clemson hasn't put a complete game together at all this year. Um, either the defense is looking great and the offense is looking shitty, or vice versa. So, yeah, Clemson is always. They always these past couple of seasons, man. Last couple of years, man. It's just I don't think that like the offense or the defense has just been clicking. Like you said, either one game is the defense or the next game is the offense. That's why them sitting as high as they are in the rankings. I don't see them uh, making it through the season undefeated, man. Like that was a that was a damn good. I mean, I think Wake Forest is a good team, but I don't think that that's going to be their hardest competition of this season. No. So. Um, and I, I, I don't think they should actually rank teams after like week six or seven. Oh, that's that's actually pretty interesting. That's a strong take, sir. Like, are you serious? Yeah, I, I just feel like you don't like. I feel like week six, week seven is a good time because, like, going into the season, like you don't really like Michigan State was a, a top. 15 team and they're sitting at two and two right now don't look great um texas a&m got a whole lot of love i just feel like after week six week seven you kind of know where teams lie they they played you know we've had some big time games played you're in the conference play like I'm just like rank the teams after week six, week seven, and go from there. Well, you know, okay, so you you already know how rankings go, but I'll explain it to our our listeners. 
Um, basically, Rodney is saying, like, you shouldn't rank these people because you don't know how they're going to be. But the reason why they do have the rankings as high is because you're bringing back guys before the previous year before they're they're supposed to improve. So you're bringing back a guy that might come in and he's a senior this next year. He had a nice year last year. So you expect him to improve and be even better. Uh, the same thing with the NFL. So, OK, this is my take on this, too, Rodney. So like with the NFL, you look at you watch ESPN. Right. And these guys are ranking all these teams and they're like, oh, that's the easy win. The the, uh, the Cowboys are going to beat them and then they're going to beat them. They're going to beat the Lions. They're, so they're always predicting these teams because they don't expect none of these teams to be better. They They always hold the rankings from last year. So nobody expects the Lions to improve and be better or nobody expects the Cowboys to take a step back because you were expecting like all these other players to step up. But you never know the mind frame of some of these players. So (laughs) some guys just don't. They're just right where they're at. So with the Cowboys, I think with Gallup and um, and what's the other uh, other wide receiver? Um, C.D. Lamb. Yeah, C.D. Lamb. To be honest, I think where they're at right now is right where they're at. Like, I don't think that they're going to be any better, even if they do have Dak. I yeah, think I, Amari Cooper. I agree. I, hell, yeah. I, I still feel like the Cowboys eat off of um, the 90s, even <laughs> though, like, my, my current students have no idea that, you know, the – in the nineties, the the Cowboys was the shit. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no, I agree with you, bro. I agree with you, but I just wish I kind of agree with you on this. But I wish that the NFL and some of the the people that because I think all these analysts take the easy way out. They just really take the easy way out. You're basically basing everything off of uh, last season or a season before, and you're like, oh yeah, Buffalo is a shoe in to be able to win the Rams and. The Rams aren't that great. I'm yeah, just being I, honest with you, they're, they're not that great. I don't think that they're gonna. If you want, if you ask me, I don't think that they're really as hungry as they are before. And I, I hope that they win nine games. I, I don't think that they're gonna win nine games this season. If I don't hope they team, win nine games. You want to know why? I hope they don't win nine games. <laughs> oh yeah, because the Lions. <laughs> the, the Lions on that first round draft pick. So. Um, the more they lose, the 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 better it helps <laughs> the the Lions. But um, right, I don't know. It's it's what is this week? I te- it's technically, I guess, week four for for college football, and I don't know. We've already seen um, some Notre Dame go down to Marshall, Miami go down to Middle Tennessee State. Uh, Texas A&M go to, down to Appalachian State. Um, like, so, I don't know. It's just been an interesting year so far. And Miami, I don't know where their fans were. I don't – but that did you see the, the stadium was like 20% full? No. Well, people were – you know they had like a um, – they had like a damn like it's a hurricane going on like, and did you see all those people getting like trounced in rain and everything like they basically were 
they were tailgating and they the, all their shit blew away. It was just all bad, man. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah. It was another fight at the Miami game yesterday, which is like the second or third fight I've seen in the stands this year. <laughs> so there's more action in the stands than there is on the field. Well, who was fighting, Ronnie? Was it Ghost? Because nobody's at the damn game. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's at the game. No, look, I was just listening to another, uh, I was listening to a podcast, uh, and they were just basically saying that Miami, uh, the Hurricanes, it really isn't like a, a college, Miami isn't really a college football town. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just you, not it. That's did it. you hear what the um, one of the Miami players said? He's like, I prefer playing on the road because <laughs> we actually get like a college feel. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not that type of party. And look, I I was saying like even with the Dolphins, man, like I love the Dolphins too, but right now they got a good energy behind them. But let them start off the season zero and two, and nobody's fucking going to that game. Like nobody's going to the Dolphins game. Like they're o- they're two and zero right now. Like everybody's going to the game. It's like a really good energy behind them. But as soon as they fall back two and zero or zero and two or something, or they lose like three or four games in a row, whatever. Nobody's going to those games, man. And yeah. it's all bad. Yeah, and they just don't have a strong fan base. And plus, the weather's beautiful. It's so much shit to do. You're in yeah, Miami, South Beach. Yeah, yeah. Like why? <laughs> I mean, why would you even waste your money on going to a game? And those tickets be extremely cheap too. And it's not like they they have a rich history of winning like the uh, the Miami Heat. And plus, when the Miami Heat play, it's it's that shift in the weather where it gets a little chilly outside, and you you know you're looking for a good atmosphere to go to, and it's electric. So yeah, I can kind of see why the Miami Heat have something going on. But right now, where the weather is pretty decent outside. I'd rather go to this game and watch them lose or I go hang out, you know, and not spend that much money. So, yeah. So, uh, let's, let's get into it. So I had two ideas for, for this one. Um, since this is the kickoff of season two, revisiting our top five, um, I'll just say current MCs. We don't have to do, um, greatest, and then okay. our, our top five just artists of any genre uh, of all time. So okay, I'll let I like you. That. I like you pick which one you want to do first. Okay, so um, in honor of uh, Mary J <laughs> being here yesterday, I figured we start off with R and B. You know, I'm R and B Tommy. You know, so. <laughs> I figure we go ahead and get into the R&B segment and, and choose our top five. We can do our top five current and then our top five all time of R&B. And then I guess we can move on to hip hop. Okay. Is that okay with you? Yeah. All right. So, um, currently, uh, I don't know. Do I got to put them in order? I mean, it doesn't have to be in order. Okay. So, um, I'm still gonna say I'm still gonna include Mary J in my top five. Um, oh yeah, and I, I, I have that. I have her also. Bro. I feel like yeah. she she stayed um, she stayed relevant. Got what thirty plus years now? Yeah, man. Yeah, 
When I think of R&B, I think of Mary J, basically. Right yeah, I, I feel like you can't uh, not include uh, Mary Mary J on a on a list when it when it comes to R&B. I just don't think it's possible. Um, iconic songs. I mean, across the I mean, across decades, basically. Yeah, and still going strong, man. It, it hasn't fell, haven't fell off like not once, man. Like songs still getting a lot of radio airplay, and her voice, man, hasn't lost a, a you know, hasn't fell off. That's one thing I can say about her. Like she always had a strong, powerful voice too, and she's her acting skills are like oh, a yeah. million times yep. better. Yep, she, 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 she's on power now. So, well, which yeah. power? Uh, racing. Uh, which one is she on? Oh, no, she, yeah, she's not on Raising Cannon. She's on the one with Tyreek. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's on the, the regular power. Yeah. So many yeah, of them man. now. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of them. I, I still haven't gotten into the newest season of Raising Cannon, man. So I got to really get, I got to really start watching that, man. I, I feel like I'm letting them down because I, I got into <laughs> that series, man. Now I got to really get back into it. But, um, I, I match you with that Mary J pick. Um, it, it's no specific order, but um, for my next one, because I, I do have Mary J in there also, but for my next one, man, I'm going to roll with Usher, man. Yeah, he's on like, my list too. Yeah, man, he has so many timeless hits. And, it, and honestly, you can put him on the radio. If you're having a party or function, even at work, I mean, no matter where you are, you can put on one of his songs and, and everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody will start singing music. along exactly man and it's just like he's one of those relics in hip hop man like yeah, it and, feel like um, he's been around for forever iconic show right now in Vegas his Vegas residency so um, definitely um, yeah Usher's, Usher's on my, my list too oh yeah like you just it's just hard to not even fathom um r&b without rush uh, usher man and like and he, i mean he has so many different iconic songs and it's just it's ridiculous man i think he's definitely man like one of the the most sought after uh artists um in r&b and if you if you think about it too look at his collabs too man he has like collabs with everybody man and they, and all the collabs are dope too. Like mm-hmm. I was just going through some of them. I'm like, holy shit! I mean, collabs from like Gucci Man to to um, to um, I mean, it's it just so many man. Gucci it's just Man, so many people, um, Ludacris, uh, um, Chris Brown. Uh, yeah, like you said, Luda. I mean, to just just so many man. Rick Ross. I mean, it's just so many artists that he don't work with, man. Just love me from Usher, man. Yeah, so um, we both have Mary J. We both have Usher. We might both have this next lady on our list. Um, okay. Just announced, of course, what, what I kind of knew was coming um, since she dropped Renaissance. Um, tour coming soon. Uh, the Queen Bee herself, um, Beyonce. Oh yeah, we both got Beyonce on there. Yeah, it's, it's just, <laughs> I think we both on the same uh, wavelength with this one here. Yeah, I 
I don't think you can talk about R&B without um, talking about her. Um, just all around solid albums. Great. One, I think one of the, the greatest performers of this generation when it comes to like a live show. Yeah, and man, and you know what's crazy? Like I said before, I, I haven't got a chance to uh, to see her, but from everybody else's energy, man, just from like going to like one of her shows. When I tell you, when she has a show and everybody is like recording everything and and like just talking about it, like they're energetic and electric off of it, so that her whole vibe is just crazy. Yeah. So. Um... It's funny that you mentioned that because I, I had somebody, one of my high school friends, posting on Facebook, you know, about Beyonce going on tour. Like, I've never wanted to see her in person, but this new album, like, I have to go see her. So I just, I don't know. It's, I feel like Beyonce is just the whole vibe, um, the whole Beehive fan base. It's, it's just, I don't know. You you can't talk about R and B without without mentioning Beyonce. So. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. You can't. It's impossible to mention R&B without Beyonce. Um, now, I know how you feel about this uh, next artist that I have <laughs> on my I've list. I've been I, waiting on this one. Yeah. and If it I is mean, who I think it is. Yeah. I mean, how can you, den- how can you deny him? I mean, it, he's he's basically like he's he's been relevant for forever since he first came onto the scene. I know he had a, I wouldn't even say, call it a slip up. I think he, he had a, a horrible moment um, in his career, but I think that um, he's made all the right moves to, to, you know, put himself back in the spotlight and, and bounce back. And he's doing all the right things within the community. And, um, you know, I just think that Chris Brown, what are you, his PR person? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying like, if you look at his music, how can you deny him like his place in right now in R and B? Yeah, I like, give you that. Yeah, like it's just and I and who else has been more consistent than Chris Brown too? You know, when you think about it, I mean, of course, the artists that we just named because that's why they're in our top five. But whom else has been more consistent <laughs> other than him? I was trying to think. I was like, well, Trey Songs, and I was like, well, damn, sometimes he isn't really like that consistent. You know, he'll, he'll disappear for moments at a time. But Chris Brown will come out with albums with, with 30, 40 songs on there, 50 songs. Like, what the hell is this? He's yeah. Like I, just in a <laughs> I knew this one was coming. That's why. Because <laughs> <laughs> I literally was just. Li- and then another thing, too, bro. The same, the same effect as Usher. The same as the Usher effect. You can put on Chris Brown. And a lot of people. We'll sing his songs too. I think early on in his career, I think he had a, um, a good thing going. The first couple of albums. So, I'm partially laughing because I did include Chris Brown on my list. Oh shit! You ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> so you got him on there too. I knew he was gonna have him on there too. I mean, to you, I mean, when you talk about current R and B, I mean, I feel like he's he's probably top of the hill right now for like r&b male artists like i don't and i feel like there's a gap between him and everyone else right now 
Right. Yeah, it's so, a huge gap between him and everyone else. So I might not like him as a, as a person, but I do have to respect what he's done uh, in the game. So. Yeah, that's true, brother. You got, you got to put some respect on his name. Hell, and he can charge $1,000 for people just to meet him, so. Right. Shit, not, I probably couldn't get away with 50 cents to meet me, but <laughs> $1,000, Jesus Christ. Man, that's crazy. Okay. Um, now let's see if we match on this one, man. You got the last. You got one. You on your last pick, and we a match so far. So we four for four. I don't know if we gonna match on this one. Uh, okay. I'm going John Legend. Oh, I think we. I think we matched on this one. <laughs> um, five for five, man. Yeah, I five just feel like, five. and John Legend's another um, kind of like Mary J. Blige has been able to stay. Relevant. Everyone knows ordinary people. Uh, green light, hell. He, I don't think you can go to a wedding nowadays without hearing a John Legend song being played. So, right, that's like one of my uh, favorite songs, man. Green light is. I think he got a fucking hit with that one. Then under three thousand being on that track too. I think that's like one of his best hits. And yeah. I know ordinary people was a, ordinary people, but that one right there, he needed that up tempo vibe, and like that was it right there. That green light, that's that's it. Yeah, and he's worked with so many um, artists as well. Um, hell, oh, shit, yeah. his new album has so many um, <laughs> unexpected features. I'll just put it that way. And, no, and Ronnie, look, that's the reason why I had him on this list is because I'm like currently listening to that album. Like, that's my walking music, my you know, you know, thinking music. So, I've been on that vibe of John Legend lately these past couple of weeks. So, yeah, I'm definitely that's why I have him on my list. But I know I put you on, so I think that's why you probably got him. On yeah. The list too. So, um, if you haven't checked out his new album, it's a whole vibe. I highly recommend it. Um, you said it's your walking music. It's my uh, when I'm in my classroom setting up for the the, the day. Um, I'm, that's when, that's what I'm currently listening to. Oh yeah, man! Definitely check out John Legend album, man. Hot. All right, now, Rodney. I, now for newer artists, for new artists, because those are our, that's our legendary artists right there. I'm very interested in seeing who do you have on your top five or new artists, man. Like, so you want to start it off, brother? Yeah, that's Ella Bank Count as a new artist. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Next year. Yeah, that that's my girl right there. And she's on my list too. Like, <laughs> you, you you can't even have no list without her as far mm-hmm. as like new artists, man. I think I think now this is where our shit gonna be different. So I do have her also, and I think she's amazing, man. So I, we can give her her flowers um, if you want to continue praising her. Yeah, that's. I think uh, it's like you R and B Tommy. I'm I'm not R and B Rodney like that, but Ella May. I mean, I can put her on on a road trip and just. I don't even have to really select the album. I'll just go to her playlist, and I mean, I can just vibe out. Uh, I 
I've been a fan since, you know, she first came out. Um, I can put her on in the classroom. My students can sing just about every damn song. Right. So, yeah. And she also was on that tour with Mary J, too, man. Mm-hmm. So. Although yeah, I don't I think she was here right last night. Oh, yeah. I, no, I don't think she was here last night, but I heard she'd been tearing it down, man. I heard, like, um, she may have been sick or something, too, so I don't know. But, yeah, she'd been tearing it down, man, for a minute, too. Now, I don't know how you might feel about this next pick, but I think this guy has been tearing it up, and I think he is very talented. Um, matter of fact, he just tore up August Alcina's uh, lip. Um <laughs> <laughs> I got Tory Lanez. I got Tory Lanez, man. He is actually on uh, my list. Oh, man. Look at this. Look at this. Look, Let's see how we here. We here, here, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah. All right. We both here on Tory Lanez. Okay. I I feel that. I feel that. Um, Oh. I don't want to consider Drake as a uh, R&B, so that's why I just didn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to put him on the uh, on that list. So I just want to let everybody know, like ahead of time, everybody like, why you ain't talking about Drake? No. Yeah, no, I know Drake can it. confuse you, but Drake, I, f- I think Drake is more hip hop, rap, right. Although I, I, I give where people could make the argument about Drake, but yeah. So, so uh, Rodney, I got a good one for you. Okay. So, Drake is a unique individual, man. How many spectrums of of of, of music does he cover? <laughs> Just think about it. Three. No, man. Okay. All right. So at least three. three. Man, I say he covered at least like six of them, man. Like just off the top of my head, rap, R and B. Uh-huh. I think he's a pop artist. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's a Caribbean artist. <laughs> <laughs> um, house. Yeah, house music. Yeah. Definitely pop, like you said. Um, would you say international? I, I don't know if that's like... Because, like, he... he throwing, when he throwing that European accent, and then sometimes we throw in a Jamaican accent, you're like, oh, okay. Is he a Euro artist now? Like, I, I just... I don't... I don't know. He just covers so many different things, man. I, I don't know, man. Maybe he's a jazz artist also. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I was going to say, too. <laughs> just everything. But no, okay, so who do you have next on your list? Um, Summer Walker. Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. Damn, I like Summer Walker, too, but I don't have her on my list. But, I, I mean... Damn, I really do like Summer Walker. Now, some of my other, some of my artists, because I really like Summer Walker, and I thought about putting her on the list because she is like a newer artist, right? Yeah. But 
So I have some artists on my list. She's like I wouldn't even. She's like this generation, like Jasmine Sullivan, to me. Okay, so that's what I was gonna say because I have Jasmine Sullivan on my list, and but I Jasmine knew you Sullivan would. isn't new. Yeah, she's not new though, right? When you think about it, she's like really not new. Yeah, she's been around for for a minute now. So I don't, and that was tough because I thought about her putting her on my list, and then I was like, um, I don't. Because she's been out for a, a decade plus now, right? Right, and I think she's just getting her flowers now. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I'll roll with Summer Walker, too, because, like I said, I had Summer Walker on my list, and I was stuck between Jasmine Sullivan and also uh, Miguel because Miguel's been around for for a while, too, but I wasn't sure, like, how, you he, know. He's just kind of had his breakout moments within the next. Within the last what, maybe five years? Right, that's what I was saying. About five or six years, because he went through he went through a what like three consistent albums, and then he fell back for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, and we really wouldn't consider him a new artist. So I. I'll just take him off also, man. But I'm going to roll with Summer Walker on that one. So we can say we three for three. Because she was on my list. I'm not sure if we still uh, have the same uh, artist after this one, though. Okay. Well, this uh, this should be interesting. All right. So. All right. How do you feel about SZA? Because I have her on there, too. Oh, she's on my list. Okay. Oh, look at that. See, that's I, how I was going. I was torn between her and um her, but well, it's okay to have her on there too. I got her on my as my final. Yeah. So, and that's nothing to do with happening with my list. <laughs> because like these are the best out. Like I couldn't put uh, some of the other artists on there because, like I was saying, they they haven't been. Um, They've been around for for quite a while, so mm-hmm. they kind of fall in that in between. Yeah. Yeah. So shoot, we we match a list. Yeah, we basically match list. Yeah. See that I kind of figured that too. Like the couple artists that I did have, like I really didn't know about putting them on the list because, and I don't know what to think of Doja Cat. So I, I thought about her too, but I didn't. Yeah, just I don't know if she's pop. I don't know how to categorize her either. Right, and that's why I was saying I have her. Uh, I have her as as pop as a pop artist. I don't have her as a, a R and B artist. And this was a, basically an R and B list. So yeah, Doja Cat, Rod Wave was another one I struggled with. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like. I guess like that's that like new R&B T-Pain. trap. I don't know. Rod, Rod, Rod Wave. That's another, that was another difficult one. Yeah, because I was going to say, I don't know, man. Like, what does does he fall into that? I, don't, I wouldn't say, like, T-Pain because for some reason, T-Pain was just, he was just everywhere, man. Yeah. He was just so much more popular. I would like to see Rod Wave do a lot more collabs. 
I don't know. I could do without him, but <laughs> you said you could do without him doing some collab. Uh-huh. I mean, cause, cause like you just said, if he's this generation's like T Pain, you know how T Pain and like Nate yeah, Dog, yeah, T Pain, Nate Dog, they was everywhere. Yeah, like who's that? Who's this generation's Nate Dog or T Pain, man? Like that's everywhere doing collab songs and that's and good, actually bring like that soulful harmony. Yeah. That's a good question. That's I don't think there is one per se. Yeah, there isn't, and we need that, man. I was thinking like we can we can uh, delegate that to Rod Wave, man. We gotta let him know, like he gotta start getting on his wave, like for real. Because no Nate Dogg is more famous for his collab than his songs he put out. Exactly. <laughs> and if you think about it, like I love T Pain songs, man, like Bartender and some of those other joints that he had, those cuts. But when you think about like some of his, uh, you know, his collabs, his collabs are even bigger than some of his. Uh, yeah, his collabs, some of them are iconic. Usher, yeah. yeah, um, um, if, uh, the Good Life, mm-hmm. with um, Got Money with Lil Wayne, um, um, all all his DJ Khaled songs, man. <laughs> all I do is win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he got so many different ones, man. So yeah, yeah, and he was on uh, Tiny Pain on Shorty. On what what was that? Tiny House Nation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say him on Plaz song with Shorty. Yeah. Yeah, she was, Shorty. Shit, yeah. that's the only song Plaz is really though. <laughs> <laughs> Plaz has some de- Plaz has some decent songs. Man, I just Plaz and Joe Budden, some one hit wonders. Oh no, man! Come on, you know Plaza. You know Plaza had way more songs. Than that. You wrong for that one, man. And Joe Budden too. Wait a minute, I'm gonna, Joe Budden, I'm, I'm gonna go around asking people to name me one other Plaza song that's not sure and see who can do it. I bet, you, I bet you they can do it, bro. Plaza is more Instagram famous than anything at this point. Bro, if you don't think that Bussin' Baby with him and Neo is not a hit, tell me that Bussin' Baby is not, bro. I'm not you saying it. I'm not you saying it's not a hit. I'm just. Yeah, because that's the shit, bro. That Bussin' Baby. I was listening to that. I'll thing. tell you what. I'm, I'm going to do a, a multi generation survey, see how many people could name another Plyer song. Yep, yeah, they're going to give you. Matter of fact, I think they're gonna give you uh they gonna give you three songs, bro. Okay, let's hear them. Okay, so they're gonna give you um hypnotized. You got me so hypnotized the way your body gonna with Akon. Okay, they somebody in our generation gonna, might give me that, but Yeah, and they're gonna give you please excuse my hands with him and Jamie Foxx. You gotta forget like you forgot that all the songs that he had, he made all his money off of just basically having like, uh, <laughs> and they're going to give you Becky too, bro. Tell me you didn't like Becky, bro. And Becky was straight. Tell me, yeah, I was going to say, you know you liked Becky when that first came on. Everybody was saying that. That was crazy. 
so he had, he had a couple uh he had a couple of decent songs in there. Okay. okay. I didn't like the plenty I didn't like the plenty money song or the song with uh, Shanti that wanted and needed. I didn't like that song. But no, I I'm gonna tell you that I'm not saying that I'm a secret plies fan. But you are. When he first came, yeah, I am. <laughs> that's how I know, man. That's how, I didn't like the ran off on the plug song. I didn't like some of the other songs he had. I like kept it too real. I mean, Plaz has, and I like the song with him and Gucci Man. Yeah, so tell me you did not like the song with him and uh, Wasted. Tell me you did not like that song. Oh, okay. Huh? Yeah, okay. Uh, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, come on, man. You got to give him. Now, I love Joe Button, but you might be right about Joe, man, which is, that's hurtful for me, man. I love Joe Button, but he might be a one-hit wonder, bro. Yeah, but he rolled that, that one hit into a hit podcast, so. <laughs> man, for real. Like, that's Joe, crazy to me. Joe Button was ahead, was ahead of the curve when it came to the podcast game. Man, super ahead of the curve. And you know what's crazy? Like, I understand um, Nadeska and, and DJ Academics actually helped. Because I'm still trying to figure out how the hell some of these people like DJ Academics. It's still even relevant. Did you even see? Did you hear about uh, his latest comment that he made? No, I try, I just try to tune him out sometimes. Yeah, matter of fact, I think I I tune him out and I I've blocked uh, everything that's social with uh, Takashi Six Nine. So I don't even see him on my phone like pop up. I blocked everything that <laughs> has to do with him. So. I don't care what happens with that man. Like I don't even want to acknowledge that he exists. But so I'm I'm happy that I got that like blocked on my phone. But yeah, DJ Academics basically said that uh, all the artists, like the the artists that you know, basically help establish hip hop, are looking uh, dusty and, and and rusty and disgusted, and they don't have any money and they're broke. So that sparked um... Cool to go on the rent. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't hear about it, but he wouldn't be the first person I've heard say that about some of the founders of hip hop. Um, I'm trying to think of the Nas nah, sorry, Nas mentioned it's on the Hip Hop Is Dead album where he talk, kind of talks about that. I just think that that's that. I think that that's kind of foul because if you think about it, if they paved the way, you know, they paved the way for a lot of these guys for freedom of speech and everything of that nature, and they didn't have the same, you know, the same capabilities and as today, you know, as these other artists, these new artists. I mean, there was no YouTube, there was no, you know. None of that other stuff for them Spotify, to get paid. SoundCloud. No Spotify, none of that SoundCloud. Yeah, you literally had to go and buy these artists' albums. Um, money wasn't easily made as it is now. And, you know, and you, you can exchange and do different, you know, do different things. So for him to say that, I just think that was kind of foul, you know. Yeah, because Nas kind of mentioned it, but kind of said the same kind of put it like you put it like it's a shame that you know that these brothers uh help pave the way and they're not paid and you know um 
in shooters. You kind of get that sense like watching some of the hip hop documentaries, hip hop evolution, uh, when they're when they're interviewing some some of the founders. They they don't look the best, which which is a damn shame. Um, you would you would hope people would I don't know reach back in because it's it's because of them that you know hip hop is where it is now. Yeah, I agree, brother. I agree, and I just think that. I just think that young these young guys need to understand and just have more respect, man, for some of these for some of these artists that paved the way. Because I think like a lot of them don't have no respect at all. Yeah, and that's you know that's partially why when Nas said hip hop is dead, why he said it. Because I mean, I mean, on the album he said how many of y'all can call a Big Daddy Kane line. Yeah, and a lot of them can't, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of them can't. A lot of them don't even understand. They don't, they don't even understand, or they don't even know what's going on in hip hop. Like today, like the state of hip hop. I heard. I just heard something crazy from like um, from one. Um, matter of fact, he's from Michigan. Um, the D D D G. I can't think of the the artist, the young man. Um, basically, he he dates the the uh, young lady that uh, Haley Bailey. Okay. So he made a quote. He was like, I didn't think racism still exists. It's 2022. He's like, I think that I thought that Martin Luther King um, got rid of that shit. That's, that was his quote. (laughs) And he was dead serious. Like not even being funny. And I'm like, part part of that is sad. Yeah, like you cannot be this fucking stupid. Like I just, I didn't understand that. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I was just like, I, I, it blew my mind, bro. I just didn't understand. Oh, I know one more thing that I wanted to talk about too, Rodney. While we still have a little time left, how do you feel about um, Ime Udoka? And uh, that situation going on. <laughs> <laughs> Where? How you feel about that? Uh, I, wait, wait, Rodney. Without without saying too much to get us in trouble, how do you feel about that whole situation? Um, I think this sums it up best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all you gotta say. <laughs> I mean, you got Neil Long at home. <laughs> yeah, I, you got and man. I I like read some of the reports. Basically, she just moved down there like two. Yeah, months ago. like just moved her and her son down there. Yeah, yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah, like I just, that just blew my mind. She got basically blindsided by the whole situation. Yeah, so um, um I don't know. I'm not Stephen A. Smith went on a whole rant. <laughs> um, did you see that? that? Him and Malika Andrews yeah. went was going back and forth. 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna tell you how I feel about that. So I I I was really feeling what Stephen A. Smith was saying because I thought that the Boston Celtics. Like, how do we know about all the details of this shit? You know what I mean? Like, the Boston Celtics dropped the ball on this, first of all. That opens up a lawsuit against them because how do we know that it's consensual? How do we know all the details of what's going on in in the relationship, you know what I mean, that he had with this young lady? And then the Boston Celtics, what they should have did was they should have fired him. If you didn't, because, like, I never heard of somebody being suspended for For a a year. year. After he led the team... After he led the team to the finals, uh, yeah, and you listen, either you either have to fire him or you have to just say we're gonna let bygones be bygones, keep this shit under wraps, and yeah, exactly. There's no other reason why we should all know about the business that's going on, and then it it led to other women being involved in like these pictures and saying, "Well, is it her? Is it her?" You know, it just you now you you put all these women in a di- difficult situation to be basically like stalking, harassed by fans, wondering if it's them, you know, and now it's going to continue and continue as long as the season keeps going because you done put this mark right here and them say, hey, Eme did this, but now this mystery woman, like wh- whoever she is, and apparently she didn't get in trouble. Also, he was the only one that got suspended. She didn't get in trouble, so. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I And that's what Malika had jumped in and said. Well, it's not a witch hunt, and we're not blaming anybody. Well, technically, we are blaming. It's, it's Ime Udoka's fault, so he is the blame. But it takes two to tango, and I'm quite sure the young lady knew. If it's consensual, she knew that he was married to her. You know what I mean? To Nia Long. Mm-hmm. I mean... She had to, she couldn't be under a rock. She knew that this was going on. Is she married also? Like we know nothing about what was you know what's going on with her, and apparently she still has her job. So I just I thought that was just kind of ridiculous to me when I watched the press conference and then I heard um, her both the uh, GM Brad Stevens and the owner say that uh, that Eme was the only person that got in trouble and got suspended. Nobody else was suspended. So. Yeah, I just kind of confused. I'm confused on that whole situation. But how did you feel about what Malika said, though, bro? Did you agree with Malika? Um, I agree with I agree with parts of what she said, and I agree with parts of what Stephen A. Smith said. I feel you. I, I feel the same way too. I agree with parts of what she said. I just think she came on like a fucking firecracker, though. She came in. Like going crazy, and Stephen A. Smith, hey, <laughs> not on my show. Yeah, so I'll have more to say about this situation on <laughs> the bonus episode on Wednesday. But I just feel bad. I just feel bad for Nia Long. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for for Nia Long. Of course, oh for sure, man. I feel horrible for Nia Long. Um, I feel bad for the young ladies that's uh, whose pictures are plastered all over the internet, and they don't have no idea what they the don't hell have is going shit to on. do with it. They ain't got shit to do with it. They just pictures just plastered all over the internet, and um, you know you gonna have 
you're gonna have a bunch of those uh you in boston too and boston isn't the most friendly when it comes to uh to black people so <laughs> mm-hmm. someone yeah. that's been to boston and visited it's it's not yeah so <laughs> Yeah, it's tough sledding, man. And hopefully, uh, Emay can get himself together. Yeah, I think he's done it in the NBA, though. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, he, remember, he was a. Well, at least as a head coach. I mean, I don't know, man. He took that team to the finals. And I don't seen like. I don't seen the her coaches are doing. Yeah, doing so, worse, man, so. I would say he's done for the next two to three years. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I, I can, you'll I have can to do like a reclamation project. Um, maybe go back to San Antonio, coach under uh, Greg Popovich. Although I do, I do think Becky Hammond is is Greg Popovich's eventual replacement. But yeah, that's true. I mean, I can't see him. Uh, I can still see him coaching. And like like they said uh, before, this was a consensual uh, relationship. But I did see some reports yesterday that came across my timeline saying that um, that it maybe it wasn't consensual. I mean, it was consensual, but after a while, it wasn't consensual, and that's what led to this coming out. Mm-hmm. That uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we definitely could talk about this more in a bonus episode for sure. Okay, so before we have to get out of here, uh, let's do our current top five hip-hop artists. All right, current top five hip-hop. All right, brother. I'll, I'll st- let you get it started. I'll start. Um, J. Cole, of course. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm riding with J. Cole on that one, too. Uh, his solo Cold album. Work. Uh, the off season, um, even in Dreamville um, album, just uh, his longevity at this point in the game. Yeah, that's true. J Cole, man, just he's an imprint. He's a he's an imprint on his imprint on hip hop, man, is just insane, man. And like he just inspired your homeboy, the baby, who just came out with an album. No features. Well, he got one. He got John Legend on there, but no features, man. Yeah, so (laughs) so yeah, we uh, yeah, J Cole's a good starting place. Right, right. I agree. Um, I got a couple other people to add to my top five, like right now, man. So I think my list might be a little different. Okay, well let's hear it. Okay, so I would like to add future. I got J. Cole right with you, but I'm going to put Future in there, too. Okay. He's not on my list. (laughs) I mean, for like right now, for uh, top five right now, because my list is fluid. Yeah, my list uh, is fluid. Future (laughs) has never made, well, I'll take that back. He has made my top five at one point, but not on the list. Yeah, because like a lot of artists, um, either retired or, you know, they just... You know, they're not relevant right now at the time. So I, I got Future in my top five right now. It's like relevancy and, you know, doing this thing right now, putting out good music. So I got Future. 
I know you want to move on to the next one. No, it's it's fine. Um, I'm gonna go Vince Staples. Okay, I, I don't have Vince Staples yeah. on my list. But, um, yeah. Two albums uh, within a year time frame. Um, on commercials now. Uh, starting to become starting to get more commercial appeal. So. Both his albums were great if you haven't checked them out, especially um, Ramona Park Broke My Heart. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. That's actually that's actually a good pick, Rodney. I, I agree. Vince Staples is starting to get uh, more and more commercial appeal. I just, I don't know. I, mean, I, I figured I went with Future because, like, um, if he's not putting out decent music, you always want the juicy gossip on it. Um, him saying some slimy shit about Sierra Steele and uh, and Russell Wilson. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, who you got um, next? Um, my next artist will be Fabulous. Um, uh, current. Yeah, current. Okay. Current, <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, I got Fabulous in my current. Um. <laughs> Right now, he's putting out good music, man. I just think that right now, his vibe. He got a new album coming out. Yes, he, he finally does. released the back. Yeah, he finally released the back to back with him and Davies, um, which I was waiting on with the "You Can't Stop the Rain" sample, uh, which is fire. Yeah, <laughs> didn't see man, that. Like, yeah, man, it's fire, bro. And um, yeah, I just I I love me some Fabulous right now. Like currently, like in the state of hip hop, um. I'm not really listening to Kanye, you know, I'm really not, Jay-Z hasn't came out with anything really new, um, Eminem hasn't really came out with anything really basically new, um, he dropped a couple of new singles, but right now I'm just riding the fabulous vibe, man, so. Okay. Well, I got Uh one that's going to surprise you. Uh Uh-huh. Dirk. Oh, wow. Yeah, that actually did surprise me. That really surprised me. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I just feel like Dirk is cross-generational at this point. I can listen to him. My students love him. Uh, He does have some really good music. He's had some features. Uh, Hell, he's on. He's got a feature on Nas's King's Disease album. So, uh, He's worked with a ton of different artists. Uh, not only does he have good albums, he does have he has great features. So, um, Lil Durk is, is definitely solidly in my current top five. Okay, all right. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. Shout out to Dirk. I feel you on that one. Okay. Um, of course, my next one, I'm gonna go with Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, he's on my list. Yeah, definitely on both of our lists. Uh, remember, this is top five for uh, relevancy right now for me. Um, so I do agree with you on that Dirk one, too. But, yeah, I'm definitely rolling with Kendrick Lamar. And you say he's on your list, too. Mm-hmm. All right, so all right, I'll pass it on to you, brother. So um, this might be another surprise, but we're talking about current and we're talking about relevancy. So... It's, it's going to be hard and controversial if I left this person off my list, even though I feel like he doesn't put out the best album because I just don't feel like they flow. But Drake. Oh, yeah, he's on my list. too. He was actually my next pick. So, yeah. 
For sure. You can't, you can't, it, it's hard to not keep Drake in the loop since he's just relevant and like his songs just hit. Yeah. Like so. right now at this point, yeah. Yeah, at this point you can put out anything and it'll hit. Yeah, I'm shit. People, he could rap Mary Had a Little Lamb and people would buy it, so. <laughs> That's true. That's true, brother. So, with that being said, bro, do you have any uh, honorary mentions? Um, I got a few. Um, so, uh, one of... J. Cole's artist, uh, J.I.D., I've been listening to him a lot lately. I love his um, album. Uh, Meg. Yeah, I got Meg in there, too. Um, definitely. I got her in there, too, on my honoraries, yeah. Cardi is kind of on the outside looking in, waiting on her new album to drop. Um, once that drops, I feel like she probably will be in my top five, but... Okay. All right. I, I kind of see that too. Um, I'm a, I got a couple of um, honoraries. Um, I got a Detroit artist on here actually, and I think that he uh, he's starting to pick up a lot of traction. I got Peasy on here. I got a couple. I got a couple of Detroit the, artists. The East Side in him. Oh yeah, I got Peasy <laughs> on here. I think he got a, uh, I think he got a hit with him and G Herbo on um, I told her, and like it's picking up a lot of traction. I'm starting to see like a lot of people post stuff on, uh, on Instagram and, uh, you know, using the um, the music from that. So yeah, so yeah. Matter of fact, I was watching the college football game and they they used the uh, I told her beat, so I thought that was kind of crazy. Like what the hell? <laughs> this kind of like threw me off. Um, my next one was uh, was Sada Baby, another Detroit artist. I think he picking up some traction too. Um, my next one is uh, hey, I forget. Oh, uh, Gorilla. Am I saying it right? Glorilla. I think like her being a new up and coming artist. She just got a nice song, a uh, nice hit single with Cardi B that just came out too. That's fire. Cardi B went crazy on that bad boy. That the video crazy too. They run around New York just acting a fool. I think she's gonna be a definitely a, a nice up and coming um addition to, to the female hip hop scene. So I think she's pretty dope. Um who else? Um uh, I'm just going off of relevancy too. Um definitely Meg. I got like I said, I got Megan the Stallion on there too. And who else? I don't know. I guess I'll say I'll say the baby. The baby just came out with an album. Um, he trying. He trying. I don't know where he's. <laughs> I don't know where he's going. going How far he's gonna go with it? Yeah, he trying, bro. He trying. Well, on that note, I have to check out the baby's album. I I haven't. Uh, you ain't missing nothing, bro. He disappeared for a minute, but on that note, it's time for us to get out of here. Um, check us out this Wednesday um, as we discuss our our NFL picks, the NBA, 
Um, mm-hmm. You you want to give us who who you got going down today in the NFL oh, real quick before oh, yeah. we get out of here? Oh yeah, let, let let me let me throw in my little picks real quick and let you know um, Tommy's uh Tommy's picks for the day, man. So I got the Lions over the Vikings. I got the Eagles over the Commanders. I got the Chiefs over the Colts. I got the Rams over the Cardinals. I got Tampa Bay over Green Bay. I got Houston Texans over the 49ers over Denver. Buffalo Bills over Miami. Uh, and you know what? Give me Baltimore over uh, New England. Give me the Chargers over the Jags. And fuck it, give me the Saints over the Carolina Panthers at home. And that was my picks right now. Okay, well, you heard it here first. Check us out Wednesday, see if Tommy was correct. And then tune in for our prediction for the NBA season. As the NBA will, hell, they open up training camp this week. Oh, yeah. Damn, that was a short offseason. It just seemed like yesterday, Golden State won the chip. Yeah, man, NBA, i tell you what, NBA know how to stay relevant, man. That's all I got to say. They know how to stay relevant during the offseason. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll catch y'all on the B side. See you Wednesday. Peace. Peace.